Hey everyone, I was lovingly, lovingly challenged by my dear friend Alana of Your Life's Workshop to come on and do a little bit of a, a solo episode and just talk about kind of the, the shithole and doldrums and gray mood I've been in for a while. It actually started before the holidays. I was super, super excited for the wrap up of season one and to take a little bit of a break. And I had all these kind of celebratory things that I wanted to do at the end of season one. And I had some bonus episodes I wanted to do. And I had all these grandiose ideas. And none of it panned out. And uh, well, let me just let me just share what happened. So I, I got like fairly sick, you know, that kind of bronchial flu, what have you. And then Christmas Eve morning, I find out that family and my mom's side that I just love, love, love dearly, they were all getting together. And um, I hadn't, my family hadn't been included. And I just, I, I was so sad. I was heartbroken. My, we don't have a lot of family and we just always love spending time. This was family coming up from Kentucky and they were meeting in Madison, Wisconsin, near where I have my brother and, and other family. And it just, it really hurt to be excluded from that. And I, I understand why we live about four hours, four plus hours away from them. And, you know, they just thought, oh, they're spending it with my husband's family or yeah, they were spending it with, yeah, my husband's family. And, you know, we wouldn't have the time to come down. So they did, they didn't ask. And I know that it didn't, it wasn't from a malicious intent, like whatsoever that they're just, these are just not malicious overly dramatic seeking people, but it still hurt nonetheless, especially on Christmas Eve day when I was already feeling weirdly nostalgic for, um, for Christmas. And, you know, I I sat and reflected on Christmas Eve, like why this was hitting me so hard. Why, why this year? And one, trying to think even where to where to go with this but Christmas was always a holiday that I looked forward to no matter what was going on with my dad my mom you know all of it it was my grandpa maybe having to go out and plow the county roads and and the anticipation watching the snow fall and waiting waiting so patiently for Tide to come home Tide his grandfather for Welsh waiting for him to come home so he could open gifts and just all the going to church, the candlelight service, the, the green cornflake stuff that I absolutely love that the, um, the pastor's wife would serve every year at the open house after church and caroling with family and friends. I loved Christmas caroling and hearing my grandpa's deep voice. And, um, it's just one holiday growing up. I never, I don't have any bad memories of, Um, so I think that's why I get super nostalgic and kind of sad and why traditions for that holiday are so important for me. And again, why I get sad when they don't happen. So anyway, I was dealing with that. And then, and then I hear, um, through the grapevine that my dad, who I'm no contact with, has been giving my mom rides to and from doctor's appointments and other things. And I just lost my flipping shit. I was I was so disappointed. I felt betrayed by my mom. You know, my mom has shit going on. She's 
an adult. She's a human being. She gets to make her own decisions. I, I get that. But it's like, I mean, things like that just bring me right back. My body feels the trauma. It feels it viscerally. And so again, that betrayal and, and I just, I kind of went down in a little, I call it a tailspin. I don't know if that's actually what it is. And we found out because my dad had posted something on Facebook to my brother and his wife and my husband and couldn't add me because I, I haven't blocked on Facebook, but it just evolved into my dad being incredibly verbally and mentally abusive to my brother and my husband and my brother's wife. And you know, my husband was protecting me by not sharing all of it with me. But the things my dad was saying about how awful my brother and I have always been. And I know, I know that it's his mental illness. I know that he is not a well person. I know that I am not the things he says, while also knowing that there's kernels of truth in there that I do still own, what have you. Um, but I just, you know, I, I sent a kind of nasty gram, very curt message to my mom on Facebook. And I'm like, dad is once again, you know, verbally abusing your son. What are you doing about it? And I didn't hear anything. And the next day I was like, okay, that wasn't kind. Let me put this a kinder way, you know, and, and she shared her side of the story. And, and again, she, she's an adult. She gets to make those decisions. I don't have to play in that drama and I can be disappointed and I can let her know about that disappointment. So being sick, um, right around the holidays, kind of the holiday family hurt feelings I had. And then learning that this had been going on with my mom and dad and all the fear and betrayal and, and past stuff that that brought up and what have you, I was just in this funk. Like I was, I was in hiding. I just, I kind of stepped away from everything and that's not inherently bad. It's not good, bad, right, or wrong. In part, I think I needed to do that. But the longer I let that go on, the more it continued. So instead of actively working to get myself out of that slump, I would, you know, I, I allowed myself to spiral down. And so crawling my way out of the darkness, if you will, took longer. Again, it's not inherently good, bad, right, or wrong, but what's really hard is when you're in the heat of it and you know it, and yet you don't feel like you have the the energy to do the hard work to pull yourself out, it sucks. Oh my God, it is so exhausting. And then the guilt of, I'm not showing up for my podcast. I'm not showing up for my listeners. I'm not showing up for my family. I'm not showing up for myself. I'm not showing up for work and just on and on and on. Oh my God, you guys like this, <laughs> this shit just, oh, it eats away at a person's soul. So I'm sharing this because a lot of people look at me and think, oh, mostly Jen has her shit together. And mostly I do. But I'm also really honest in saying, I think this is something I will always struggle with. I will have really dark moments where I struggle to see the light of day. But I keep reminding myself, like, I will see the light of day. I've been through this enough times in my life to know if I be patient with myself, if I be really kind with myself, 
if I give myself rest and try to take care of my basic human needs, I will see the light at some point. And a few weeks later, I finally did. You know, and I, I'm still having my, my dark clouds and what have you, but it's much more, I feel much more hopeful. I feel like myself again. I can look back objectively on the last, you know, month or so and say, okay, here's what happened. Here's maybe what I could have done differently. Here's maybe next time I'm at the end of a season, I won't give myself such a long hiatus because it got me out of the act of doing. And after a while, I started questioning, why am I even doing this? In spite of, in spite of you guys, people sending me messages, texts, calling, running into in the hallway at work and telling me how much an episode had meant to them, how much, I'm getting a little teary here, how much it had had an impact, the conversation they went on to have with someone, all of that. So in my dark headspace, I wasn't able to hear and process their words. I was still this awful, why am I doing this? I'm wasting my time. I'm wasting everyone's time. Why is, why is anyone listening to me? And that sucks. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. That sucks. So I'm going to wrap this up just by saying we're imperfect. We're messy, but there is a light at the end of the tunnel. You have to be patient and just kind of keep the faith. That sounds a little cliche, but let's, let's roll with it. Just see it out. Be as kind as possible possible to yourself and others and know that you're going to ride through it and just keep you know it's that motto of keep running into the wall and picking yourself up and trying to do it again so with that I'm back um I think if you look at my social media you can tell I'm back I'm so excited about season two and the guest lineup and conversations that that I'll be sharing yeah I'd love to hear from you Send me a note, drop me a message, jen at jenvertinen.com. You can find me on Instagram at jenvertinen. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to know how I can support you, how I can give you a kick in the ass, because I'm really, really good at that, how I can give you some tough love, or just to say, hey, I mean, I, yeah, especially if you're feeling alone, just say, hey, I'm feeling alone. Would you mind talking? I'll be like, hell yeah. So with that, I'm going to leave it leave you. I hope you have a lovely day and we'll talk to you later. 